0: This is The Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama, unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Some of the national mainstream media is utilizing an Alabama connection to define the latest Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, the Alabama-based Southern Poverty Law Center, has placed Johnson on their hate group map in the past when he was a lawyer with the conservative Christian legal organization known as Alliance Defending Freedom. The SPLC is known for placing other conservative groups on their hate group map since they deem those groups to be acting against leftist ideology by promoting traditional marriage or the life of the unborn. The practice of the SPLC to slander conservative groups went so far as to include the Heritage Foundation, which later had a shooting incident occur at their Washington, D.C. headquarters, in which the shooter even referenced that hate map. The mainstream media is now digging up that old SPLC label against Johnson. ABC News, Newsweek, and the Huffington Post were all quick to find the SPLC label of Johnson as a Christian nationalist. ADF Senior Vice President Jeremy Tedesco says their organization believes all people are made in the image of God and that everyone is worthy of dignity and respect respect. He also said the SPLC is a blatantly partisan activist organization. U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville is on board with funding the conflict that's occurring over in Israel, but he says not one more dime should be sent from the U.S. to the country of Ukraine. Tuberville is very critical of a package that was presented by President Joe Biden that allocates $61 billion to go to Ukraine with $14 billion for Israel. Tuberville pointed out the vast disparity in dollar amounts between the two countries and says that the U.S. taxpayers have already sent $75 billion in aid to Ukraine since the war began, along with $987 million in food security, and all while there's no accountability on where that money is finally landing and being applied. Tuberville plans to vote against any legislation that continues to fund Ukraine. Montgomery-based Dr. Stuart Tankersley is responding to recent reports out of Canada that the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccines have been found to have contaminants, which are DNA strands. In particular, the DNA strands are an SV40 sequence which has been found to be a promoter of cancer. Tankersley says this is more confirmation on how all of the state and federal regulatory health agencies have utterly failed at their primary mission in protecting the public from harm. Tankersley also called on physicians to begin educating their patients about the damage of the COVID-19 vaccines and to look for ways to repair the harm that has been done ever since that shot was pushed into people's arms three years ago. Dr. Tankersley says that science is built on dialogue and that this particular area has not been allowed to have that. You can read more of what Dr. Tankersley wrote at 1819news.com. State Senator Gerald Allen is pre-filing a bill that would approve a 9-11 remembrance flag to be flown on public property. Allen's bill, SB-4, is the second bill to be filed ahead of the upcoming 2024 legislative session. This bill also creates criminal penalties for any flag that is flown on public property that has not been previously approved by the entity who is in control of the property. This would involve a Class C misdemeanor charge. Areas that are exempted from such a charge would be roads, streets, highways, stadiums, arenas, and athletic facilities. A trial date has been set for Hoover resident Carly Russell when it comes to charges of faking her own kidnapping. The trial will be held in March of 2024 as determined by Circuit Court Judge David Carpenter. Russell is appealing her case after being found guilty a few weeks ago in municipal court. Russell's attorney Emery Anthony says that the municipal court judge was seeking jail time for Russell so he is seeking for the case to be held in a circuit court. Back in the middle of July Russell called 911 saying that she had pulled over alongside Interstate 459 after she saw a child walking alone by the road. Russell then disappeared leaving her car running with everything inside causing everyone to believe that she had been kidnapped. A massive search then ensued of that area. Russell showed up to her home days later on her own. Her story was then debunked by investigators who did a search of her computer activity and phone activity leading up to this event. This weekend is going to be very nice weather for trick-or-treaters that are going out to partake in Halloween events. But on the actual day of Halloween, which is Tuesday, October 31st, the temperatures will be dropping as a cold front moves in on Monday. As a result, Tuesday and Wednesday will be getting into the high 50s and maybe low 60s. And overnights, there will be a drop down to the 30s. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. National News, the newly installed House Speaker Mike Johnson makes his first public statement following a mass shooting in the state of Maine that has left 18 people dead.
1: This is a, this is a dark time in America. We have a, a, a lot of problems and we're really, really hopeful and prayerful. Prayer is appropriate in a time like this, that the evil can end and this senseless violence can stop. And so that's that's the statement this morning for the on behalf of the entire House of Representatives. Everyone wants this to end, and I'll leave it there.
0: When it comes to the whole House Speaker race within the Republican conference, House member Nancy Mace of South Carolina is now confirming what Florida Republican Matt Gates revealed just the day before, that Kevin McCarthy was backstabbing those closest to him in order to try and regain the speakership seat. Here's Mace on Steve Bannon's War Room podcast.
2: There was a, a concerted and orchestrated effort at the hand of McCarthy that every time someone ascended... They got knifed in the back, including America's favorite Republican congressman in Jim Jordan. I mean, our conference couldn't even elect the, the the best and favorite congressman in this country, Jim Jordan, because of what McCarthy and his allies were doing behind the scenes and orchestrating his failure. And he did it not once, not twice, but three times. And finally, we were able to unmask what he was doing. This was about the power The few people that have power in this in this country, K Street and downtown and and those in in leadership, the former speaker. This is about people versus power. And the people won over. It was not easy because the former speaker went kicking and screaming this week, had had meltdowns in our conferences. A lot of threats were made. I've had a lot of threats on my life in the last week or so. I've received at least four death threats. Over, over my vote and over my convictions to change the direction of Washington and change the direction of this country. And we would not have been able to do it without the support of the people, number one.
0: A letter from Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley to the directors of the FBI and the Department of Justice has now been made public and it reveals some bombshell allegations. Grassley says that he now has whistleblower information that there were 40 confidential sources that the FBI was in communication with who had criminal information related to Hunter, James and Joe Biden. The confidential human sources were in contact with multiple field offices in various states over a period of years. Grassley says in the letter that an essential question to be answered now is did the FBI investigate the information given by these 40 sources or did they just shut it down for political reasons, especially ahead of the presidential election? Grassley also wrote in that letter that if, in fact, the FBI acted improperly in order to help the Bidens, it would not be the first time. Well, Eventbrite is at it again when it comes to censoring and throttling events that don't fit into their political and cultural views. This time, Eventbrite has removed the page called Protecting Women's Sports, which is an event that will feature former NCAA swimmer Riley Gaines. Gaines competed against transgender swimmer Leah Thomas, who was born Will Thomas, and Gaines has now become very outspoken about what that's doing to women in women's sports. Gaines posted a message on her Twitter account after Eventbrite sent her the reason for for why they were pulling the publicity from their website, they told Gaines that it violated community guidelines on discrimination, harassment, or disparagement of individuals. A medical watchdog group known as Do No Harm is developing a Detransitioner's Bill of Rights to inspire future state and federal legislation. The Detransitioner Bill of Rights has the goal of helping those who are wanting to reverse the transgender surgeries and hormone therapies that they received as minors. Chloe Cole of Florida is one outspoken detransitioner who speaks across the nation about it. Cole tweeted about this latest move from the Watchdog Group saying that detransitioners deserve a standard of care that is not written by butchers and liars and that this model legislation being offered would provide insurance coverage to find out the status of fertility and overall health for those who reverse their transgender surgeries. And this is our final portion of a discussion by KGB defector Yuri Bezmenov, who lived in the United States for 14 years before he sat down with journalist Edward Griffin back in 1985 to detail the methods of socialist Marxism in taking over a democracy like the U.S. The first step is done over a long stretch of time, and it's called demoralization. It's done through subversive propaganda that infiltrates educational institutions, government, and the media. The next step is faster in its destabilization at the economic, foreign policy, and national security level. The third stage is crisis that is manufactured and then normalization, which is only achieved when power and control is seized from the citizens through violence by the leadership that was in charge. During the crisis, here is Bazeminov responding to Griffin's concerned question about whether there's any way to reverse what has already been accomplished so far in the U.S.
1: The immediate thing that comes to my mind is, of course, there must be a very strong national effort to educate people in, in, in the spirit of real patriotism, number one. Number two, to, to explain them the real danger of socialist, communist, whatever, welfare state, big brother government. If people will fail to grasp the impending danger of that development, nothing ever can help the United States. You may kiss goodbye to your freedom, including your precious lives. Um, the second thing, I, the moment at least part of the United States population is convinced that the danger is real, they have to force their government. And I am not talking about sending letters, signing petitions and all this beautiful noble activity. I'm talking about forcing United States government to stop aiding communism. No credits, no technology, no money, no political or diplomatic recognition. And of course, no such idiocy as grain deals to USSR. If we are talking about capitalists or, or, or wealthy businessmen, they I think they are selling the rope on which they will hang very soon. If they don't stop, if they cannot curb their unsettled desire for profit and if they keep on trading with the monster of the Soviet communism they are going to hang very soon it's it's simplistic I know it sounds unpleasant I know Americans don't like to listen to things which are unpleasant but I have defected not to tell you the stories about such idiocy as as microfilm James Bond type espionage this is garbage Uh, you don't need any espionage anymore I have come to talk about survival. It's a question of survival of this system.
0: Keep in mind that Bezeminov is not making any personal declaration of a belief in God, and so this certainly influences his prognosis for this country and limits it greatly. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of The Daily Detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about The Daily Detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.